Bryson, Victoria, Mommy, and Daddy. And today we're going to read a story called The Miracle of St. Nicholas by Gloria Wellen, illustrated by Judith Brown. She's the one who drew the pictures. Mm. All right, so let's get started. Let's get started. Remember that St. Nicholas, and it might go over this in this book. Settle in. But St. Nicholas is in. a saint that we learn about. And this is about the beginning of Christmas and where the idea came, where it started to come from. It was the day before Christmas in the small Russian village of Zima. Alexei's babushka was telling Alexei what Christmas was like when she was a girl. Our church was as crowded as a pod full of peas. Pine bows filled the church with the scent of the forest. Candles made the church as bright as the sunniest day. Watching over us was the blessed icon of St. Nicholas. What's an icon? Alexei asked. A question always sat on the tip of Alexei's tongue like a little bird ready to fly. An icon is a painting of a holy person. It is a painting into which the artist has put his whole soul. Our icon of St. Nicholas was 500 years old. It was more precious to us than our lives because it was so old. Babushka, Alexei asked, why is our church closed? When I was a child, the very age you are now, the babushka said, soldiers came to our village. They did not like churches. They did not want people to believe in God. They warned the villagers, if we find you in your church, we will arrest you and send you far away. No sooner had the soldiers barred the door of St. Nicholas than everything inside the church disappeared. It's a great mystery. Did we ever have something like that happen? No, but it happened. it's happened in the past, a long time ago. That was long ago, the babushka said. Now the soldiers who closed our church are gone. Alexei asked, then why can't we celebrate Christmas tomorrow in St. Nicholas? The church has been empty for 60 years, the babushka said. You cannot celebrate Christmas in a church with an empty altar, with no cross, no candles, no bread or wine, no icon of St. Nicholas, and no priest. Birds have made their nests there. It's dancing with mice. It would take a miracle to open our church. Babushka, what is a miracle? Alexei asked. A miracle happens, his babushka said, when God enters into your dream. But first, you must have the dream. It's an interesting take on it. That afternoon, Alexei rubbed the frost from the windows of St. Nicholas and peered inside. The church was empty. The floor was soft with dust. The walls were netted with cobwebs. He tried the door of the church. It was unlocked. If a door were unlocked, Alexei was a boy to walk through it. The startled mice scampered out of the church. As Alexei stood inside the deserted church, he said to himself, I wish we could celebrate Christmas here. When Alexei set his heart on something, he moved as quickly as the mice. He wrapped a bundle of twigs with some twine and swept dust from the floor. He brushed the cobwebs from the walls. He cleaned away the birds' nests. Alexei tramped through the snow to the pine forest at the edge of the village. The wind tried to snatch away his cap. The snow sneaked into the holes of his boots. Reaching up into the trees, Alexei broke off some fragrant branches. Fragrant is smelling nicely, that they smell nicely. Returning to the church, he laid the bows around the altar. So see, here's a picture, which is that it's an icon, okay, of St. Mary and Jesus. 
you see? And then here is the painting or the icon, which is the painting of St. Nicholas. And it's showing you the picture of it inside the church. <clears throat> Only the shoemaker stayed behind. Oh, I think I skipped a page. I'm sorry, yes. Zima was a village where you were as likely to be in your neighbor's house as you were your own. Word of what Alexi was doing soon spread through the village. The villagers hurried to see for themselves. The farmer, the carpenter, the storekeeper, the teacher, and the shoemaker arrived with their families. Alexi's mother and father came with Alexi's babushka and his little sister, Natasha. Natasha brought her stuffed bear, who would not be left behind. One after another, the whole village took turns peeking into the church. One after another, they returned to their homes with a big smile and a little secret. Only the shoemaker stayed behind. He was a quiet old man with gentle ways. His clothes were worn and patched. His gray beard was tangled. His shoulders were stooped from hunching over his work. His hands were stained from tanning leather. The shoemaker asked Alexi, Why have you swept out the church and laid the pine bows about? So we can celebrate Christmas in the church tomorrow, Alexi answered. Many times I've mended your boots, Alexi, when I saw all the holes you had worn in them. I said to myself, there is a boy who will always be one step ahead of us. The shoemaker went away with a little smile and a big secret. For their dinner on Christmas Eve, Alexi's family had jam to put into their tea. There was a dish of cooked dried fruits, 12 fruits in all, one for each of the apostles. Alexi's mother had prepared kutya, a thick porridge made of crushed hazelnuts and almonds cooked with barley and honey. It had bubbled to itself on the stove all afternoon. You can tell when it's done, Alexi's mother said, when it does not talk anymore. Alexi's father scattered straw on the floor to remind them that Jesus was born in a stable. He put a bit of hay under the tablecloth to remind them Jesus lay in a manger. Outside the wind let, sent the snow tumbling and swirling. It sought out the cracks in Alexi's house. It sent bits of surprised snow through the cracks. Still, Alexi and his family were happy, for the porridge warmed their insides and the stove warmed their outsides. After dinner, there were gifts. Alexi received new boots. They would protect his feet from the snow that had, not, had nothing better to do than fall all day, day after day. Natasha was given a sweater to shield her from the cold winds that rushed down from the North Pole. As she did every Christmas Eve, the babushka gave Alexi and Natasha a gingerbread man baked with her precious store of molasses. It was time to go to bed. Alexi's mother told him, you must lie down like a stone and rise up like new bread. In bed that night, Alexi could not stop thinking of the empty church. He watched the moon turn the snow blue with the icicles golden. <laughs> He climbed out from under his warm quilt. You okay? Yeah. So what did they get for Christmas so far? What did Alexi get? Boots. Boots. And what did his sister Natasha get? A sweater. Alexi put on his new boots and went out into the winter night. He tramped through the snow until he reached the church of St. Nicholas. If a miracle was going to happen, Alexi wanted to be there. He was surprised to find the farmer and his family inside the church. The farmer was placing two silver candlesticks upon the altar. His wife had a handful of candles. As the flames kindled on the altar, the dark hurried away. Where did the candles and candlesticks come from? Alexi said. The farmer explained, The day the church was closed, my father concealed the candlesticks in a sack of grain. Every summer when we gathered the honey, his wife said, I made candles from the beeswax for just such a day as this one. 
The teacher entered the church. She opened a lumpy bundle. Inside the bundle was a cloth woven with many hues, which is colors, as though bright birds had flown back and forth, leaving behind their colors. The teacher spread the cloth over the altar. Where did a so beautiful cloth come from? Alexi asked. The teacher said, when the church was closed, my mother hid the cloth among our quilts. There was the carpenter and his family, and the carpenter was holding a cross. My dadushka rescued this cross from the church the day St. Nicholas was closed, the carpenter said. All these years it has lain hidden under the floor of my workshop. The storekeeper and his wife arrived carrying a bottle of wine and a basket of bread. For many years I have saved this wine, the storekeeper told Alexi. The wife of the storekeeper said, I have baked loaves of the holy Christmas bread and marked them with the sign of the cross. So they're all coming with different things that they can all share and celebrate in the church together, right? <clears throat> then, just then, Alexei's mother and father, along with his babushka and Natasha, entered the church. Natasha was yawning for it. It was very early in the morning. The babushka looked stern and happy all at once. She was carrying something wrapped up in her best shawl. The villagers crowded around her. Gently, she unfolded the scarf. There was the painting of St. Nicholas. At last, the icon was in the church where it had been for as many years as anyone could recall. The eyes of the saint seemed to be looking right at Alexei. Alexei said, now we have the candles and the altar cloth, the cross, the bread and the wine, and the icon of St. Nicholas, but we don't have a priest. We must wait, his babushka said. Everyone sat quietly in the church. Natasha was asleep with her head on babushka's shoulder. The church doors opened. A priest walked down the aisle. He was dressed in a robe of white and gold like sun breaking through morning clouds. In his hands, he held the holy scriptures. It's the shoemaker, Alexi cried. But he was the shoemaker no longer. His scraggly beard was neatly combed. He did not stoop, but stood as straight as a pine tree. His ragged and patched clothes had been changed for the robe of a priest. The babushka whispered to Alexei, many years ago, it was dangerous to be a priest. Priests were often put into prison, so we hid the priest in our village. He became our shoemaker, and now we have our priest back again. Everyone lit a candle. The church was as bright as a summer day. Watching over the church in the place of honor was the blessed icon of St. Nicholas, and the Christmas service was just as Alexei's babushka remembered. And all of them are there celebrating together. So they all came together in order to celebrate Christmas there. You see the priest? Uh -huh. Everybody's there celebrating. That's the priest. No, who is this? That's the priest. Okay. All right. Thanks for joining us. Have a great night. Bye bye bye. bye, -bye.